Welcome to the Live Lucky Podcast, where we discuss the lucky strategies that bridge the gap between who you are and who you want to be. I'm your host, Blake Suzellis. Get ready to face the worst of yourself, shift your perspectives, deepen your love, and broaden your wisdom to live and lead others in a lucky life. Welcome back to the Live Lucky Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, today, I'm, I'm going to share something about myself. It's kind of funny. My wife and I, we watch this show. It's called Supernatural, and uh, it's on Netflix. It's Actually, it's an old CW uh, series, so it's kind of silly. And um, But just recently, uh, they did this episode, and I'm we're only in like season three or something like that. But uh, they did this episode on the seven deadly sins. And uh, it was just so interesting, you know, the way that we look at behavior and at um, the way we kind of just define ourselves by those behaviors and, and view everybody else by those behaviors. And so anyway, I thought that this might be an interesting uh, topic here of talking about the seven deadly sins. Um and maybe perhaps we'll even create a new way of viewing behaviors or sins, quote-unquote. Um, and if you're not familiar with the seven deadly sins, uh, so the, they're, they're pride, greed, lust, envy, gluttony, wrath, and sloth. And so these are, I think they were deemed by like the medieval Catholic Church, I don't I think it was like the 1200s or something as these, you know, these are the cardinal sins. Um, and so anyway, it's been in movies, it's been in books, it's been in magazines, you know, all over these seven deadly sins. And these are the things, the behaviors we're supposed to avoid or whatever it might be. And of course, if you exhibit these behaviors, oftentimes you're posited as a sinful person, a terrible person, a bad person, right? And so um, this is what we call behavioralism, right? That says that our behaviors identify us. So again, like we said, if you have a quote-unquote good behavior, you are a good person, or if you have a quote-unquote bad behavior, you're a bad person. Which can get us into this very black and white view of life and people and behaviors that oftentimes isn't very helpful. You know, most people view uh, sins, you know, as these bad or evil, really unwanted behaviors. It's so interesting, you know, because I think if we step back... Um, and we look at even killing, right? Is killing a sin? I know it's not part of these particularly, you know, it could be part of wrath, um, but at the same time, is killing a sin? Is it a bad, unwanted, evil behavior? You know, obviously you can be put into jail for killing someone, Um but until we really step back and understand the situation, um, you know, can we completely just judge killing black or white as this terrible thing or as a sin or as an unwanted behavior? 
I mean, for the most part, you know, we're probably on the same page here. But it could be an accident, right? I mean, it could be, you know, a six and a seven-year-old, they found their dad's gun and it accidentally went off and, and it killed one of the, the brothers. Uh, I mean, that is an awful situation, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. And I think I've heard of stories of that happening. Um, or what about war, right? I mean, we send so many people to so many places around the world and vice versa. You know, I mean, not just the United States, but all the different countries around the world going to kill other people. What about protecting your family? What if somebody breaks into your house and, you know, it's either kind of them or you in that way? Or, you know, how about the ethical dilemma of killing one to save a billion people? I mean, so even when we look at killing just as this surface thing, this very black and white thing, uh, we can start asking some pretty interesting questions about, well, when is it okay? When is it not? And it turns into this very not black and white behavior, at least from my perception. Of course, you may disagree, and that's okay. We're allowed to disagree. Um, but it be can become so easy to label others also based on behavior in this black and white view of behaviors. But the truth is we cannot see the intangible motivation that's going on underneath. We don't know the context of the situation uh, going on in their lives. And so uh, this is kind of where the angle I'm coming from in terms of talking about these seven deadly sins. And so um, it's my belief that behaviors are there for us to help us understand ourselves better. They're not there for others to judge us or for us to judge others upon. But that's exactly what these deadly sins are doing, right? They're saying, you know, pride, greed, lust, envy, gluttony, wrath, and sloth are these things that you should be judged on in terms of, you know, us judging other human beings on these things. And, uh, you know, you are bad or you're evil if you're doing these things. Um, so I'm going to offer some different, and, and again, you guys don't have to agree with me on this. This is just my perspective. Um, but I want to offer you guys a different way of maybe viewing these things. And like I said, from the point of view of it, behaviors are there to help us under, understand ourselves better. Okay? They don't define us. Okay? So, for example, I'm just going to kind of walk through these seven deadly sins. And let's just talk about them a little bit. So pride, the very first one. You know, uh, that is something that is deemed as, you know, the greatest of the deadly sins kind of underlies all of them in, in you know, some, some literature will even say. Um, but what exactly is pride? And I'm going to s define it in a way that maybe you guys won't define it this way, but basing your identity on your behavior. So, for example... 
Um, if I do something that is amazing, um, for example, I hit a grand slam, or I uh, write a book that you know millions of people read it and love it, and uh, or I build um, you know an amazing uh, engineering thing that you know saves some humanity we'll even say you know so basically but we've created this thing okay through our behaviors now what we're doing though with pride is saying i am amazing because my behavior is amazing and so it's pride is basing our identity on our behaviors but really, when we're pulling back the curtain, what does it really tell us about ourselves? We are seeking to prove our self-worth through our behaviors. That doesn't sound uh, as glamorous, <laughs> right? Needing to prove our self-worth through our behaviors is pride. To me, that gives a whole different spin on the way that we could view this particular deadly sin. You know, because really, I could have the exact same behavior. I could still build something that saves millions. And I'm not basing my identity on it. But I can come across as confident that it is something that's helpful. And to my knowledge, confidence and pride are two different things. And so, um, like I said, Basing your identity on your behavior, that's how I would consider pride. Because it's, and that will tell you that you're needing to prove your self-worth through your behavior. So again, it's about learning more about yourself through this particular experience of pride. So let's look at the next one. Greed. Um, it's really not so different than pride. We're basing our identity on our financial status, right? So we've made all this money, and that is who we are. And so it's very similar to pride in the way that, you know, in pride we're saying it's needing to prove self-worth through behaviors. Greed is needing to prove our self-worth through money, our financial status. However, Greed is different than wealthy, I believe, because you can be, again, let's go back to that idea of, you know, you create something that helps, you know, all of humanity, and you receive, you know, compensation for that in terms of money and financial, financial wealth. Um, that doesn't mean that you're basing your self-worth on the money. And, and again, by my definition, that would be greed. So again, there's a big difference. Same behavior. We've still made a lot of money. We still have this financial status, but we're not basing our identity on it. And that's what I see as the difference between greed and wealth. And so again, greed is telling you something about yourself that you need to work through. Um, so then the next one, lust. And this is probably one of the most uh, difficult ones, I, I, I mean, for people to talk about in terms of, you know, it, it almost feels taboo to talk about it in a lot of ways. But 
Um, to me, I'm going to kind of define it as basing your identity on how you feel. Okay? Um, and I think in addition to that, it's also a really unhealthy strategy for dealing with emotions. Specifically like boredom, anxiety, loneliness, disappointment. I mean, and, and so to me, it's, it's a, a behavior that does communicate a lot back to the individual who is experiencing it. Um, but it's, it's, it's not going to be helpful to judge everybody around us on that. You know, but it is helpful to recognize what we're dealing with and what we need to grow through that situation. Or this, in this case, this particular deadly sin. Um, so the next one, envy. Now to me, this is basing your identity on status via comparing. Okay, so I have to prove, again, my self-worth by being better than someone else or everyone else or, you know, whatever that looks like. You know, so I'm not okay just being me. I have to compare myself to everybody else, and the only way that I feel okay is if that I, as the judge, deem myself better than them. You know, and, and this is kind of that basing our identity on status via comparing. Um, so we can learn a lot from that. You know, all of these things, as you're noticing, come back to identity in a lot of ways. And so behaviors are just there to help us learn more about ourselves. Uh, gluttony. Now this one is a little bit interesting because to me I see this as an extreme scarcity mindset. Um, and in addition, I think it is also another one of those that's a really unhealthy strategy for dealing with emotions. Same thing, boredom, anxiety, loneliness, disappointment, whatever it is, we're trying not to deal with the emotional experience and focus on something else, distract ourselves, really, right? Um, and we can actually experience gluttony not just in terms of food either you know gluttony is i mean i don't know if you guys have even heard of the term spiritual gluttony or um i mean just anything that we over consume without allowing ourselves to digest and and really experience the moments um or another way to look at this is you know kind of we're looking for needing some more moderation. So, um, so again, we can learn a lot from this particular behavior. Uh, the next one, wrath. Now, this is what I would say is basing your identity on trauma or maybe on what has been done to you by others. So, for me, and again, you guys can always disagree. I'm not saying I'm, I'm perfect in all of this stuff, but I see this as just you know, unforgiveness. You know, we're, we're dealing with whether it's unforgiveness for ourself and we're blaming ourselves for allowing ourselves to get in that situation maybe or we're blaming others for what they did to us. And again, I am a trauma therapist. I mean, it's not something where I'm just saying this is something that's easy to work through. None of these are, 
right? I mean, I think that with a title like Seven Deadly Sins, it's pretty fair to say these are not easy things to work through. And so, um, but again, these behaviors can shine a light on some of the things that we need to grow through, which I think is totally fair. Um, And then the last one here, sloth. So, um, I again, I see this through a different lens. I see this as an extreme fear, right? Paralyzing fear, really. Um, And again, you guys might disagree with me on this, but those people that I know who are very unmotivated, can't get up, can't do things... um, Really, there, there's, first of all, probably a lot of depression going on. But oftentimes, it's also coupled with extreme overwhelm, just paralyzing fear. And so, again, I'm not saying that I have the perfect view of all seven of these. But the main point here is, and this is the main thing I want you to come away with, is, you know, we are not our behaviors, our identity is not based on our behaviors. Our behaviors are there to teach us about ourselves, help us understand ourselves so that we can grow through whatever we're dealing with. But if we stay in that place of um, just continuing to beat ourselves up over it, um, you know, that is a, a fear-based way of approaching it where there's a lot of guilt and blame and shame and from my experience, those are pretty unhelpful tools. They're pretty unhelpful ways of addressing these different unwanted behaviors. So again, we're not perfect people, are we? You know, And what I'm sharing with you is not a perfect representation of these seven deadly sins. But again, I'm trying to show that the importance of the motivation underlying the behavior is what we can really learn from the behavior. It tells us a lot about what we're thinking, what we're feeling, and what's really driving everything in our hearts. So hopefully that has been helpful just to walk through and maybe give you a different view of how to look at behaviors, but not only just for yourself, but for other people too. You know, because I think this really plays in a lot to, you know, leading Lucky whether it is you as the parent at work or in some kind of organization, you know, oftentimes we just see a behavior and we define people by that one thing. And the truth is, we cannot be defined by any one behavior. We're so much more than that. Oh my gosh, so much more. So, starting with that curiosity of, huh, I wonder what is going on underneath the hood for them. What's going on with them? You know, being curious and just starting there, starting the conversation, that's always going to take us to a better place because everything is relationship. You know, we've talked about this over and over and over and we're working on trust building and that's what's going to actually create long-term change uh, inside of us and outside of us with other people. All right, guys, so what do you want to take away from this episode today? This might have kind of hit you in some not-so-fun places, and you might be highly angry at me or completely disagree with me, and that's okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, 
But what do you want to take away from it? You know, what will you do with this? Um, if you find that this different view of looking at behaviors has been helpful, you know, I would love for you to share that with somebody today. You know, we've talked about every single episode that living lucky is not living alone. We need other human beings that we connect with. And sometimes you're the one reaching out to help that other person to see themselves in a different way. And this might be that episode. Um, of course, you can always connect with us on any of the social platforms. We'd love to talk to you guys. Um, we're working on getting the Facebook Live going every Wednesday. Had our first one here uh, this past week. So um, Wednesdays, at this, at this point, we're doing it at noon Pacific Standard Time, 3 uh, Eastern Standard Time. So if you get a chance and you have questions or if you just want to hear me talk for a little bit, uh, show up. I'd love to see you. Uh, I'd love to talk to you. But if you can't make it, it, it those episodes will be on uh, the Facebook page for Live Lucky Therapy. You can always go back and watch those. Um, and of course, guys, I just uh, I just appreciate you guys so much. And for those of you who are interested, I, I think I've shared this a couple times, but just letting you know, my book and workbook, The Gift of Luck, that go along with Live Lucky Therapy, they are on Amazon. Um, so if you guys are checking those out, I'd love to see some ratings on there for the podcast as well as the books. Um, but guys... Thank you so much for, for hanging in there with me on this episode. I know this might have been a really tough one, but uh, I will look forward to discussing more about living lucky next time. Have a great day, guys. <laughs>